podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I wanted to talk about creating more balance in your life. I often talk with people that are really interested in kind of just tuning up different areas of their life when it comes to friendships, balancing their diet, balancing their fitness goals, their emotional well-being, and also finding that tricky balance between work and social life and family life if you have a family of your own and that's something that you're wanting to factor in. So I kind of want to go through some of my perspectives on uh, these things today and just share how I feel and what works for me and the things that I think are important in that sense. So first off, starting with friendships, you know, friendships are one of those things that it costs no money to have a friend, hopefully if you got some real ones, Um, you know, but there's no contract, you know, it's like if you vibe with somebody, you vibe with them and you keep things moving. Um, It's it's good to keep really awesome, supportive friends in your life and have them close and communicate with them regularly and have healthy communication with them on a regular basis. You know, um, apart from social media too, I think that's important to really keep in touch because a lot of people are like, oh, I keep in touch with my friends and family over social media, all this kind of thing. But like, there's a lot that goes on in people's lives that they don't post about on social media, which is totally fine. But it's important if you want to be like a real friend to somebody or like cultivate real relationships in your life that you have those real conversations and, um, you know, really one on one personal contact with people. So it's good to offer support in that way. You know, even if it's just texting somebody to be like, hey, I'm thinking of you, want to catch up soon or whatever. FaceTiming someone, calling, like stopping by their work. I know one of my friends, um, she's kind of like on my way home sometimes from another place where I am. And if I have time during the day or I'm running errands or something, then I can stop by and maybe see her sometimes on days where I have a little bit less to do. And I know she always really, really appreciates it. And even though her and I talk almost every day, it is important to have that time where we're able to... um, it's fun to be able to surprise her sometimes, I guess. And I know she really appreciates it. So that can be really nice if you have the opportunity to do that or just meeting up, getting tea, getting coffee, going out for lunch, things of this nature. It does kind of make things that otherwise would be very mundane and simple, a little bit more entertaining. And, you know, you can get uh, some other things maybe done at the same time. Maybe you get some shopping done together or whatever it is, whatever you like to do. It's important to have that interaction with people and the good communication um, and face-to-face time if you can. 
And I think also when it comes to friendships, it's okay to have boundaries. There are certain things that you don't have to talk about with friends um, that you may not feel comfortable to talk about with friends. And that may be something that evolves over time. But I think right up front, if you're not comfortable sharing certain information or there's certain parts of their life that you're not interested to hear about, I think that's important to communicate about as well. Because some people might be like, whoa, this person is really imposing on me too much and I'm not capable of handling that. And I think a lot of people get a little bit intimidated by uh, conflict resolution when it comes to these things. because They're like, oh, like I don't want to offend them. They're already going through such a hard time, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, but you have to think about your well-being first. And I think, you know, when it comes down to it, you it's, it's OK to allow your friends to be vulnerable with you, vice versa. And, um, you know, but it, it needs to be at to the degree that you are comfortable with it. You know, if they're comfortable about talking about certain things that you're like, yeah, I'm not going to disclose that type of information, then that's OK. You don't have to go there. And you should never feel pressured to do something in any way that you don't feel comfortable to do. And if it is something that is consistently coming up, then you may need to reevaluate that relationship um, or friendship. Um, Because I think, you know, if certain issues are consistently coming up in their life and you're like, okay, like I'm so compassionate to what they're dealing with, yet I don't really feel like I have the best answers to give them. It's okay to suggest and be like, hey, have you thought about maybe looking into a therapy group or having a therapist or talking to a counselor about it, you know, it's okay to suggest that because, you know, we have our perspective and our answers that we would offer, but, you know, other people might really benefit from having a perspective of someone with a professional view on it and it might be really helpful to them. So it's okay to suggest that if certain things are getting out of your comfort zone or, um, what have you, it's okay to discuss things like that. Um, in that way. And I think it is important to find a way that you can both equally support each other, that you can have constructive criticism within your friendship, and that will hopefully push you both to grow out of your comfort zone and be able to feel comfortable um, sharing honest opinions about things, too, that you can um, also leave room for forgiveness. Sometimes friends might do some things that are offensive or Uh, you know, break our trust in some way or make us feel uncomfortable. But it's important to have an open dialogue about those things so that there can be more balance there. Because if not, you might hold resentment towards people and that's not really going to be that great or help the relationship be balanced. Um, Also, there should be mutual respect. I think there are certain things when it comes to those boundaries, like we discussed, it's like, you want that to be respected. You don't want people going through personal areas of your life or um, into detail about certain things. Or if you share something with them that they keep that locked down and they're not spreading it around. It's important to keep private matters private and to be able to trust people with information. So that's a two-way street and it's important to have that mutual respect and to grow together too, to during those times where you guys can be social, to be doing something that's growth related. Maybe you go to church together. Maybe you um, are runners and you like to run together. Maybe you like to go to yoga classes. Maybe you like to volunteer together or you're passionate about a similar issue that's in the world or whatever it is. It's fine to Um, It's good to grow together and do things that grow together. And I think even when it comes to relationships, it's really important to have that as a part of it as well. Um, Even though you might have very different lifestyles, different backgrounds, there's always ways to find something you can both do together and um, grow together in the process. 
Now, um, I think it's it's important to be objective about these things when you're finding balance in your friendships and find a way to make it work. Because I think if you really, really care about a person, you really want to be friends with them and you really want to have them in your life and you respect them and you're able to see past a lot of things, um, but maybe, maybe not that significant in the grand scheme of things that it's important to find a way to make it work. Or if it's really just not meant to be, then it's okay to end things. It's okay to tie it up with a bow, put it in the past and move forward. You know, not, not all friendships last forever and that's okay. The real ones do, but you know, it's important to keep that in mind that, um, you know, if something is no longer making sense for you in regards to a friendship with somebody, then it's okay to take a break from it for a while and, um, reassess things and move forward when both of you are ready to or move on. Yeah, I think it's been really nice to have a lot of different types of friendships in my life. And there are some that, you know, we all have those friends, hopefully, that we can call up sometime. And it's like, even if we haven't talked in years, it's just like no time has passed. Um, you know, there are relationships like that that you might keep a little bit, you know, inconsistent relation or uh, communication with that person. But there are some people that are you really benefit and grow from talking with on a regular basis during certain points of your life. So it's good to keep a keep a wide net out there and be contributing to those relationships as well. Not just seeing, Oh, like what can this person offer to my life? How can you be of support to that person as well? And that will keep your relationship balanced too, because that's really important when it comes to support. Moving on to having a balanced diet. Now this is something that obviously I have my personal bias in regards to eating how I eat. I eat a raw vegan diet and have been vegan for 10 years, mainly raw the whole time, but I have eaten cooked food sparingly throughout that time. Uh, you know, I really think that's what works best for me. However, I'm completely understanding that different things work for different people. So, you know, I think the first thing you have to do when it comes to bringing balance in your diet is get clear with your goals. You know, I really set the foundation for my personal standards when it comes to diet based on the scientific research that I've come across personally. And a lot of that is discussed in episode four, which is the ideal human diet. And I really focus on talking about ideal digestive like health and like looking at a lot of physical attributes of humans and um, that really being prominent. It's like our dental structure, our digestive structure, our everything really supports us being forgivorous eating plant eating um animals and mammals and um ancestry does support that as well and there's a lot of evidence based around um meat and dairy consumption and animal product consumption that leads towards disease so it's just important for me you know you may want to listen to that episode you might agree with some of it you may agree with a lot of it you might think that you don't agree with any of it and you might be conflicted about it or you don't have to listen to it all. But, you know, I think regardless of whatever you're trying to do, when you're creating balance in your diet, you want to get clear with your goals. I know my goals when I was getting more adjusted in regards to my lifestyle choices regarding my diet was to heal my digestive system. I grew up with a lot of digestive issues. So that was something that I really wanted to get clear with. I wanted to have a diet that would give me energy that I would be able to do a lot of exercise with. 
but wouldn't be weighing me down and wouldn't be giving me digestive issues. So I found a solution to that and I enjoy the food that I eat. I eat as much as I need to. I stop when I'm not hungry. I find interest in a lot of different foods within a boundary of eating plant-based and raw foods and I have access to that. So it's not too difficult for me to make it all work. Um, now, whatever your goals may be, you might have a totally different mindset for yourself as far as what you wanting to do. You might be training for a bikini competition. You might be trying to put on a lot of muscle. You might be trying to do something totally different than what I'm doing. So the clear thing you want to do is be very clear with your goals and whatever you're doing and um, find a plan that works for you and f- stick with it. Also, you want to find foods that you like, that you want to eat, that are work well for you and your body and your lifestyle as well as your budget. So you want to be eating things that are working well for your body that are supporting not only your current health but your long-term health. You'd be like, oh, well, like I love hamburgers and chicken nuggets. Well, that could lead to diabetes and a heart attack in about, you know, a few years down the line. So you want to make sure that you're eating foods that will work well with your long-term success and you know, regardless of whether you want to eat a plant-based diet or eat a diet that is highly plant-based, I think for most humans, we do enjoy having plant-based food in our diet, regardless of if you're eating animal products or not. So there are a lot of ways and affordable ways to get plant-based foods into your diet that will be very helpful for you over time. And um, that's just an important thing to do. So for your long-term health. And there's a lot of resources in regards to buying things in bulk, buying things in season, freezing items, um, doing meal prep type things. That's really, really key when it comes to doing things affordably as well and keeping yourself structured within whatever your goal set is. Now, put a structure in place for moderation too. This might be uh, something that you want to become more aware of. You know, when you get to know your eating habits as well, if you want to reference episode 39, I talk a lot about emotional eating in that episode. You might want to get to know your eating habits. You might realize that certain times of the month you're a little bit more hungry or even for women with their menstrual cycle, they might feel hungrier during certain times. You might be craving certain foods during certain times of the month. There might be certain triggers that, um, affect your stress levels that make you want to eat in certain ways. You might deal with a certain kind of disappointment that you seem to veer off and see food as a solution for. You might be treating yourself with food, celebrating with food, um, sabotaging yourself with food. So get to know your eating habits. Maybe you might be eating when you're bored. How can you work around that and find solutions to those habits that are, again, in line with your goals and what you want to do in regards to bringing balance to your diet. Putting some structure in place can be really, really helpful when it comes to this. And, you know, you might want to add some moderation in there too. So for an example, yes, I eat raw vegan foods and I eat a vegan diet. So I eat everything that is uncooked and raw. And most of the time I'm just eating a lot of raw produce. I'm having either like smoothies or um, just eating whole fruit, having chia puddings for like protein and stuff. I like to have that, um, salads with lots of mixed vegetables, seasonal vegetables with dressings that I make myself, smoothie bowls, 
you know, that works for me. I really enjoy those things. But there also are times where I like to go and have gourmet raw food. So I'll go to a restaurant called Peace Pies in San Diego and they have a bunch of different stuff that really mimics a lot of the cooked food and a lot of the non-vegan food that I used to have. And for me, their recipes are so delicious. It usually always hits the spot and they're so creative and um, amazing. So I still get to enjoy other things within the raw vegan realm, but I'll treat myself with that occasionally, not all the time. But that allows for a little bit of moderation there. So within the structure that I have set for myself, that works well for me. But for you, if you're trying to maybe go 100% plant-based, but you're still missing having certain things and you're like, okay, like I need to allow myself to have this every once in a while for maybe this amount of time and then eventually I will get rid of it, then be honest with yourself about that. Is it something that's going to hinder your growth more than help it progress? That is also something you want to look at because you might be keeping something in your life as a crutch that you don't need that you really will be kind of like Forrest Gump running without all of the shackles and like, you know, braces on his legs and just like going for it if you let that thing go. So it's important to be honest with yourself in regards to that. And if you want to make a little bit of room for moderation with certain things within the structure that you have, that can be really beneficial because it can prevent you sabotaging yourself down the line and being like, okay, like I can't have this. There's no room for error, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to, like, treat myself with or be flexible on. And then, you know, if anything, God forbid, did happen, it would be like, okay, like, either binge fest or, you know, you just end up, like, going overboard or just being really hard on yourself. And then it takes you into a negative mental state, which isn't good either. So having that little bit of moderation there and understand how to be a little bit gentle with yourself in certain ways while keeping a disciplined structure in place and keeping a disciplined mindset about reaching your goals is very important. You know, you can put rewards for meeting those goals in place that have nothing to do with food. Maybe you want to go get your nails done if you meet certain goals or you want to get a massage or go to a movie or something. I don't know. Whatever you think is a a treat for you in your life. That might be something that you want to uh, engage with and try doing if you meet those goals, but have it do nothing related to food. Try to, if you can, maybe going on a walk on the beach or doing something in nature or again, whatever you deem worthy of being a, uh, a treat or a reward for you. And, uh, you know, I think it also is important to create a healthy relationship with food and your body to be whatever your diet goals are, that it's not so restricting that it's negatively a health, uh, affecting your health in other ways, negatively affecting your relationships in other ways so that you're getting like hangry at people and then it's ending up leading into long periods of hangriness and a complete like attitude and mindset shift that people are like, well, I don't really want to be around you anymore because you're always like so upset and aggravated. And, you know, it might, you might really not be meeting your needs. And sometimes when people are under eating, they're not getting enough carbohydrate into their system or not enough nutrients in some way, it may either make them feel very tired or very anxious or very, you know, all kinds of different ways. Like mood does have an effect on us. And I think mood can, food can be therapeutic. It can affect your mood. Um, 
And it can be something to enjoy. Yes, it is a process that we need to eat all the time just as we need to breathe all the time. But there are certain breathing techniques that we can use that will relax us and calm us down or super energize us. And we can use food in the same way as well. It's okay to do that. But you don't want to do it in excess to the point where, you know, gluttony is getting involved and you're just overdoing it. So you want to create a healthy relationship with your food and body and realize that food is here to nourish us. It's not bad. There is no bad foods, but there will be certain foods that will work better for you and your goals than others, you know, when it comes to what your health is. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 